When you live a life unto God, a godly life, a righteous life, let Him soften your heart. You walk with Him on a daily basis. You will witness the amazing power of Almighty God in your life. Welcome to Roy Chapman Ministries with Pastor Roy and Sister Judy Chapman. Pastor Roy Chapman has a powerful message to bless you and encourage you. Now join us for this life-changing message from Pastor Roy Chapman. I'm gonna, I want to talk to you, not wanting to preach, I want to talk to you. And I want to talk to you about making room. Look at somebody say, make room. Make room. Make room. You know, we decided we wanted to, another car. So I told my wife, yeah, I can make room. I can rearrange these vehicles. Hello, somebody. I'll make room for this. Make room. Your spirituality is about more than what you want to accomplish or how you want to grow. It's about who you are in Jesus. What's your spirituality about? It's about who you are. Who are you? Boy, it's quiet in here this morning. <laughs> your spiritual life will determine your character, your perspective, and how you relate to the world. How you relate to your kids. Hello, somebody. How you relate to your mate. Every aspect in your life, your spirituality will be a major player in that. A healthy spiritual life understands the value of feeding your spirit. A what? A healthy spiritual life. Do we want healthy physical bodies? Sure. So then we don't eat so much junk food. Hello? We try to eat proper nourishment. We take vitamins, some of us. Hello? What are we doing about our spirituality? What are we honestly doing? Because we must be feeding our spirit man by reading the Word of God, talking to God daily, continually keeping your eyes and thoughts on Jesus. Spiritual growth enhances the ability to deal with life's ups and downs. How many knows that you're going to have some days better than other days? 
But your spirituality will help you. It's just like if I'm real strong physically, I can pick up. I remember when I could pick up a side of one of those pews and carry it back there at the back. But today, I wouldn't think about trying to pick up the end of that pew. Somebody said, well, you may not understand. That pew is heavy. If you have never carried one of them, I've carried them. There are quite a few in this church. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you today, I won't ever carry no more pews. Why? I don't have the strength in the natural, the ability to do that. And I've got the wisdom, come on somebody, to know my strength level. Do you have the wisdom to know your spiritual, oh, come on now, your spiritual strength? Mm. Something to think about this morning. What is your spiritual strength? As you grow older, if you like it or not, your physical strength in the natural will go down. If you hadn't witnessed it yet, you're just not old enough yet. Hello, somebody. I cannot do what I used to could do. I realize that. Hello. <laughs> Boy, y'all are quiet this morning. Hallelujah. I'm being honest with you this morning. Come on, somebody. You say, Brother Chapman, do you know what you're saying? I know exactly what I'm saying. But I also know that my strength cometh from God. So therefore, I want my spiritual strength to grow daily. A lot of people go to the gym daily. Hello? I pass gyms all the time. And the parking lots are full even during the day. It's amazing to me. They're in there pumping. I guess. In Psalms 145 and 18, New Living, the Lord is close to all who call on Him. <laughs> you all Yes, to all who call on him in truth. In James 4 and 8 it says, Come near to God and he will come near to you. Hello, somebody. What's that saying? That's saying, if you will draw unto him, he will what? Draw unto you. In Psalm 73 and 28, I'd like this. I've got my name in here. You ought to put your name in there. It says, but as for me, and I say for us, Roy, it is good to be near God. Hallelujah. Well, you ought to say that. But for me, it is good to be near God. I have made 
a sovereign Lord, my refuge, I will tell of all your deeds. Think about that. It's good. Hello? It's good to be close to your family. I'm a family man. I believe in being close to your family. But let me tell you something. I'm a God man. I believe in being close to God. Hallelujah. You can't do your family no good if you ain't close to God. Oh, you might help them in the natural some form, but if you want to really help them, become what you're supposed to be in God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Glory to God. Isaiah 55, 6 and 7. And it says, Seek the Lord. While he may be found, call on him while he is near. Verse 7, let the wicked forsake his ways. And every man, evil man, every evil man, his thoughts. Let them, think about this, let them turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to all our God for him. He will freely pardon. What will he do? Freely pardon. Hallelujah. What are you going to do? You're going to change your thoughts. My, my, my. We can desire more of his presence. And we know that he wants to give us that. Are you still in this house? We need to create a space for God in our day-to-day -day life. When we make room for God and allow Him to soften our heart, you can live a life in amazing power. Did you get that? When you live a life unto God, a godly life, a righteous life, let Him soften your heart, you walk with Him on a daily basis, you will witness the amazing power of Almighty God in your life. We make room for everything else. I guarantee you, if you go get you a new dress, new blouse, new pants, new boots, cowboy boots, whatever, I guarantee you, your closet will handle it. I don't care how full you got it, you'll push them clothes over and squeeze them together. Don't tell me, because go look at my closet. <laughs> what did I do? I made room. You don't need that suit. It ain't a question of need. It ain't a question, do I have a place to put it? Hello? <laughs> Hallelujah. The Shunammite woman in 2 Kings. The woman made room for God to move in her life, in her home, for a miracle. Are you allowing room for God to bless you? Are you allowing room 
in your life or a miracle. Oh, my goodness. 2 Kings 4, 9. She said to her husband, I am sure that this man who stops in from time to time is a holy man of God. What is he? What is he? A holy man of God. So a holy man of God, a man of God, a person of God carries what? Carries what? The presence of God. Verse 10. Let's build a small room for him on the roof and furnish it with a bed, with a table, a chair, and a lamp. Then he will have a place to stay whenever he comes by. What is this actually saying? We go back up in the chapter a little bit and we see that this was a wealthy woman. We see that this woman was a well established lady she's in the know in other words but when she met this man she had the wisdom to discern that this man had the presence of all ooh, hallelujah had the presence of almighty God so what is she saying she said I want this presence in my home I want this power in my home. I, woo, hallelujah. So she went to great extremes like you and I. We may have to go to great extremes for the spiritual end of our lives to grow for the presence of Almighty God. But if you want a change in your life, if you want a life that's worth living, you will make room for the presence of Almighty God. So she invited this man to come. This man gets there. This man of God, he gets there and he realizes this lady basically has everything. Think about it. Think about it. A man of God carries the presence of God. How many times now, that don't necessarily mean a preacher. Hello? It's a man of God? A woman of God? In other words, it is a person of God. Are you with me? Carries the presence of God. Are you allowing room for His presence? Are you really carrying His presence? If you are, other people see it. Other people notice it. Other people recognize it. I can't tell you the places that I have been that they did no clue that I was a minister, even when I wasn't a minister. And they told me, oh, I feel something about you. Are you listening to me? It's not something great about me. It's something great about him. Because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have anything. Are you still in the house? I said, are you still in the house? Hallelujah. She made room for her miracle. You need to make room and look and take the time for God. You need to what? 
You need to take time. Take what? Well, we make time for everything else. I guarantee you, if someone says, I'll pay you $200,000 a year, if you'll be there Monday morning, 8 to 5, 5 days a week, hello, somebody. Would you make time? The dividends and the pay that God has is greater than any money that you can ever think of. Hallelujah. So can you take time and can you make time? Make room. Hallelujah. You need to make room. You and I need to make room for what God wants to do in your life. See, if you don't make room, how are you going to know what he really wants you to do? In other words, if you're not taking the time for him to lead you and guide you, to direct you, who is? Are you allowing you to direct yourself? Most people are. Hello? Are you prepared for what God desires to do in your heart and life? Are you? If you're not, then you're not making the room proper for Him. What should she do for the man of God? She put what was needed in there. Are you putting what is needed in your relationship with God? Oh. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Are you ready? Are you prepared for the next promotion? Think about it. Have you developed your life, your prayer and devotion, your faithfulness unto him? Are you prepared to receive your dream? Think about this. Your next assignment. What have you made room for? My, my, my. This is very urgently important. Hallelujah. She opened her life. Is your life open? When she first invited the man to come and eat a meal, he came and ate. And then what did she do? She opened her home. She opened her life to him by making a room. Hallelujah. Some of us invite Jesus to come eat with us, but we don't make a permanent place in our lives for him. My, my, my. Now we look on in 2 Kings 4, 14 and 17. We find that the man of God said she doesn't have a son. So what did he do? He said, this time next year, you will have a son. And God gave these older people, her husband, he says, 
was too old. But guess what? God can renew. Hallelujah! Renewed, and he had a little boy. Glory to God. And with this young man, and he grew older, he went out to help his dad. And obviously he had a heat stroke. He had a head problem. And he died. The Bible said he died. She went back to the man of God. I need the presence. I need God. Are you listening to me? The man of God came and laid on this young man. Stretched out on him. Hallelujah. I want the presence of God stretched out on me. Hallelujah. I want life in me like I've never had before. I want the power that I've never had. Can you imagine the power that went through that young man? Hallelujah. That young man started sneezing. He got up. Glory to God. He got up from there. Hallelujah. Why? Because the mother had made room for God. Hallelujah. So she got her miracle. Hallelujah. Woo. We need our thoughts, our words, our life to line up with the Word of God. In other words, with the agenda of God. Line up with what? The agenda of God. His Word. Is your life lining up? If your life is lining up, then you're making room for the master. You're making room for the presence of Almighty God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Glory to God. Make room. Take time for God. Do what? Make room. You make room for everything else. My wife decided she wanted a lawnmower. We needed one. We went and got one. Hello? We didn't have a storage room or no place to put it. But guess what? We made room. I guarantee you, we got a lawnmower, right? Nice lawnmower. <laughs> it's on our carport. But we got it, and it's got room. Are you listening to me? And now we're going to have to get a storage building. What are we doing? We're making more room. The guy said, get a big one, because you'll fill it up. I got a big one. I need to fill it up. I need it to overflow. Hallelujah. 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 Now, you're not supposed to be like one preacher friend I had. He's in heaven now. He kept gaining weight. He kept getting bigger and bigger. And I said, I won't call his name because some of you know him. And <laughs> I said, you're sure gaining a lot of weight. He said, I'm making more room. 
for the Holy Ghost. I said, that ain't the way it works, brother. And he said, it's a joke. I said, but the joke is on you. You can't button your pants. At least I got a laugh out of you. So you are still here. But it's important for us to make room. Not in the natural, but in the spiritual realm. Pray. Read your Bible. Look to the Lord. Take time for the Lord. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Glory to God. Make room. I encourage you today, spend time with God. Talk to Him. Walk with Him. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love the Lord so much. Hallelujah. I would never want to be by myself again ever in my life. Never. I'm so thankful that I'm never by myself. I always have the Lord. I'm so thankful. What a blessing. What a blessing. Glory to God. If you're listening to me and you don't know Jesus Christ, I'm going to give you an opportunity. Just repeat after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I give you my heart. I give you my life. Do something with it, Lord. Cleanse me. Help me to live for you every day. In Jesus' name. This is your year. I am Pastor Roy Chatlin, and I'd like to invite you to our morning services every Sunday at 11 a.m. What happened to you in the past? does not define who you are now. At Worship Tabernacle, 3006 East Ritchie Road, Humble, Texas. Come and experience the mighty presence of our Lord. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. For more information about Roy Chapman Ministries, please visit worshiptabernacle.com. Dot TV and have a Jesus filled day.